This episode of the Mix on Movies is brought to you by XCon Security Consultants. Security so good, they got caught. To the Mix on Movies podcast, also known as the MCs on Movies podcast, where we talk about our most loved and sometimes hated or mediocre movies. No, hated's fine. Hated's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm Sean, and I'm James. All right. So on this week or this episode, I should say we are going to be talking about discussing, discussing, going deep into the quantum realm. And <laughs> every little detail. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, also known as Ant-Man and the White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. It was never said that. Yes, that's true. I made that up. All right, so... Uh, Trevor Trash. <laughs> Let's get into this, James. All right, we've seen... The, I saw the movie for the first time today. James has seen it for the second time today. Yay. Yeah, and uh, we have not talked about whether we liked it yet. For the past four hours, we've been stewing on this movie. All right, I want to know, James, what do you think? I liked it. It's funny good sequel yeah do you, how does it compare to the first you think I liked it better than the first you liked it better than the first? I still think I, I just kind of yeah I liked it too yeah. I think I liked the first one just a tad bit better hmm. why is that uh, I think that I don't know maybe because the first one surprised me so much I didn't have like high expectations for it you weren't surprised for the second one no I mean it had like twists and turns but I mean it was still good but I went into the first movie thinking like this movie's not going to be that good if it, this is I didn't. I never liked the Ant Man character in the comics or right. the cartoons. We discussed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't have high expectations for this one, and it like you know it really surprised me. It surpassed my expectations. For this one, I expected to be good. I expected to be you know Marvel quality, which is always good. And it was, it was good. Yeah, and it was. So, but it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it just didn't feel as good. Oh. Maybe if I stop watching it again, I'll appreciate it more. I mean, it's still a good movie. Yeah. I just think I still like the first one just a little bit. More. I've seen it twice. <laughs> so yeah. Well, why'd you like it so much? I just did. It had more shrinking stuff going on. They advanced beyond just the suit and a few little things. Yeah, they they, had, uh, they carried around Hot Wheels for quick getaways here and there. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of cool. I, I do like how they've taken this movie, like they've they take his powers and they use them in creative ways to make this movie different from the rest of the movies and like oh, the Marvel universe. You should be happy. The villain wasn't quite a rip off this time. No, no, she was great. And actually, that's the first thing I want to talk about. So let's talk about the... Good thing the, I brought it up. Yeah, uh, so spoilers. If you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, I always say this, stop. We probably put that to be on every yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're going to spoil every movie. Yeah, you know, if you're probably listening to this, you're probably okay with that. Yeah, All right, sure. um, so, the, so the movie is really about Ant-Man... Uh, his his name the, is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Scott Lang. That's what I go. forgot for a second. Yeah, Scott Lang and... What he's been uh, doing since Civil Hank, War. Yeah, Hank Pym and... Oh, what is Janet? Not Janet. Jeez. No, no, no. Hope. Hope. Yeah. Are, are trying to get back to the quantum realm so they can... Free Maybe Janet. <laughs> find Janet and bring her back. Right? But at the same time, there's this other... I don't want to say mutant. I'm not sure exactly what she is. Um, this other... It's not a superhero. It's another accident. Yeah, another person who has special abilities. Wait, was, who's it, was trying that rude? to... Accident. Accident. <laughs> I don't know her personal life, but from the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she, her and and her, they call her Ghost. I don't, they give her a name, but I don't remember. Yeah, she it, has maybe. the ability to face through solid ab- objects. So. Yeah, and they use it really, really well. Yes, she does remind me of those characters from the Matrix, though. Uh, the white albino. Guys. Yeah, the white <laughs> ghost twins from Matrix Two, Matrix Reloaded. But you know what? I still felt like that character is what made the movie good. I think. Yeah. I think that movie, uh, or I think the the motivation for Ghost was 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 great. She wasn't a like a little selfish. Yeah, she was selfish, but she wasn't evil. Like for the just because she was evil. Well, see, like, I wanted to bring up something about that. She did some stuff. She was leading, heading down the evil path. Right, but I feel like she was scared. Well, I felt like uh, whatever experiment was going on messed with her head. Maybe we should explain her background a little bit. You want to explain that? You want me to? <laughs> Try it, Jason. I'd like to hear it. Uh, her idiot father went and tried to copy someone else's work, failed, and she got caught in it. 
Yeah. Uh, she got quantum powers or is displaced between dimensions. Right. So her parents are both killed. And yeah. um, in the accident that gives her this special ability to phase in and out, but, you know, obviously, she basically goes beyond her control most of the time. Breaks her molecular structure yeah, up and then comes right. back together, and it, and it causes a lot of pain for her to do it. And and at this well, point, when the movie takes place, she's at the end. She's young. She's probably in her twenties, but her body's breaking down. She's losing more and more control. Not of counting the flashback, right? Not counting the flashback. So she's about to. Um, you know, so she's she's about to die, basically, and I like that. She's fighting for her own survival. She's afraid, he, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character in the movie. And she's a trained that. weapon. And, and and she was raised by Hydra, basically. Yeah, the bad part of Shield. So Shield, when she was a kid, Shield got her, got their hands on her. So the remember, weapon Shield potential is, was was really Hydra. Hydra. And they still, they use her as a weapon. They use her as an assassin, as a spy. So right. she and so she was highly trained fighter. You know, and and she'd killed before, yep. and she didn't really do it on her own accord. She did it for an organization, so that was her life. She did it for them because she thought they would help her, right? Because they told her they were going to help her. It's true, but they lied. But they lied. They didn't really have plans to help her. They just wanted to use her. Can't trust a Hydra. I know, but they didn't know she was. They were Shield. They're the good guys. Yeah, hell, Hydra. But then wasn't Nick Fury then in charge of that? Right. Yeah, but he was all pro weaponizing mutants and whatnot. So he so he used her. But what didn't. But didn't bring up her in the first Avengers. Yeah, she could have been predates useful. It. She could have been definitely that does predate it. She yeah. could have been useful. Like I think James so. Could have easily walked in. Did we just in, find a plot hole? Got in the you, Tesseract. Did back. you just find a plot hole in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think I universe? did a little one, a little one. That why didn't why didn't he use didn't that? Didn't trust her. She could have stole the t- Tesseract. Yeah. Maybe she was already on the run. That could have even maybe stabilized her. Since I, it was the uh, space stone. No, it said when Shield fell. That's when she escaped. You're right. Yeah. You know what they could. She was there. So you know, maybe, maybe she, Nick Fury. She should have worked with Black Widow and Hawkeye. Hey, as they said, and Avengers. All right, Nick Fury's secrets got secrets. Ooh. Right. So this is one of his secrets. You know <laughs> what I mean? I don't know. But I thought the, her motivation, as she's she's really just trying to steal the, um, a device that she's trying Hank to cure herself. Has. Right. So, so she can cure herself. But and, Hank's using that device to bring back his wife. Right, and then the way to cure herself is actually bring back. She plans on his sucking wife. the energy out of his wife that she had somehow gathered when she was in the quantum realm. I didn't fully well, understand that. It's been thirty years there. Who knows right. what you pick up? Yeah, she has some kind of powers that's not really explained. Uh, Hinted at. I, guess. I think it's trying to lead her more into her comic book version. That's what I was thinking. I think she's gonna actually have wings. Yeah. Well, that and she's a mutant in the comics. Right. Oh yeah, maybe that's the. Now she's changed. Well, I kind of. Well, I was going to go into what ifs. Let's just let's talk about it because I was going to bring in the what ifs. Do you think? Okay, so man, we were all over the place, James. And that's why I like to. That's why the last one we were able to have the movie playing and mute. Right. We keep things in order. Yeah, I kept things in order a little bit. Yeah, well, we can't do that here unless we nope. were filming in the movie theater or listening. You wanted to. Yeah. Uh, that would been funny. We've gotten more viewers or listeners. As the cops are, you know, arrested us and forced us <laughs> out of there. But um, only if you're caught. <laughs> We'd have to be really silent, James. I don't know if we could do that. Well, if your camera, the podcast, your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, what was I say? Oh, yeah. Do you think? I'm just going to write in this. What if? All right. Do you think that? Okay, so in the movie, Janet has been in the quantum realm for over 30 years, right? Yep. And she says that this. It changes you, and she's not the same person she was when she went there. Right. And it, she's gotten some kind of powers from it. It doesn't specifically say what those powers are. Yeah. But do you think that this is a link to bringing in mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think it's a stepping stone towards a secret war. You do? Yeah. You think so? Interesting. Because I think that the Disney thing is going to happen, and Disney's going to buy Fox, right? Most likely. And they're going to... They're going to definitely want to incorporate random. some of those X-Men characters. I, Wolverine, for sure. He's the oh, most yeah. popular. He's, like, have Wolverine. he's one of the most popular character, comic characters of all time. So they're going to have him, right? Yeah. And Deadpool and things like that. And, and I think that those characters are called mutants. So how do we bring how do we bring this into the cinematic universe where they don't have mutants yet? You know? Mm. Maybe the quantum realm somehow ties in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe it is a big Maybe this Infinity War will fix it. Maybe. Yeah. All right, so... Get back on track. What else did you like about the movie, James? Um, I, I liked a lot of it. It just it was a fun movie to watch. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. What did you think of the humor? 
It was, there was a lot of it. Yeah. It was funny. Good, funny movie. It was a good, funny movie. What I love good about... Good times had by all. What I love about the movie, and this, and the, what Marvel does really, really well, is I feel like their humor... A lot of people complain about, like, these movies aren't dark enough. You know what I mean? Or Marvel they're not or serious enough. I'm talking about Marvel movies. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. What I think what they do a good job of is... Yeah, they use a lot of one-liners and quips. You know what I mean? But a lot of the humor does come from the characters' personalities mm-hmm. and from the scenarios that they're in. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like the the one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie is mm-hmm. when Paul Rudd's character, Aunt, Scott Lang, you know, Ant-Man, mm-hmm. his suit is malfunctioning. He's out of school. Typical cliche. At, like, elementary school. And it shrinks him down to, like, the, just a little bit smaller than the size of a child. And, and how many times have we seen that same scenario play out in superhero movies where their powers are on the fritz? Yeah, but but the, but I'm talking. I know. About, I'm just saying. It's a cliche. Yeah, but I'm talking about the, the, the how effect. they used to make it funny. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was there's a lot of, stuck at a small a child lot of, size. A lot of you know humor tied to them being stuck to his child size, trying to sneak through a school. A teacher sees them. He's got this big shirt Can't on. Can't reach anything. He's a little bit of a taller toddler. Actually, I wouldn't say he's. He was at doorknob height, dude. He, reaches, he can barely he he can jump, jump up to, to open a door, yeah. He couldn't reach the top shelf to get his bag down. Right, but the, the humor there isn't like, it's not, it doesn't pull you out of the movie. It's not slapstick. It's not fart jokes or, right. or, or penis jokes. You know I'm surprised I mean? they haven't put one of those yet in there, you know, with the whole size changing thing. No penis <laughs> jokes. There kind of was one. Oh. She said that they when Oh, when you're comparing sizes. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of it. But there was, but that was part of the no, That like, made sense. Hey, Scotty, can you uh, hit me up here? Kind of. Yeah, they didn't use discs. just like lame. I don't know. They didn't use the type of humor. For example, I like Deadpool movies, but they didn't use that kind of just. Well, if they'd gone up to an R rating, who knows what they would have done. Yeah, but they don't need that humor. No. In fact, no, it was what, what movie is funner or funnier for you? Deadpool 2 or Ant Man and the Wasp? The first Deadpool or the Ant-Man? Just either, either Deadpool movies or Ant-Man. Which one's funnier? I like the Ant-Man and the Wasp one. You like it better, but which one's funnier? Which one Ant-Man made you laugh more? Really? Yeah. Than both Deadpools? Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe Deadpool 2. It, I think, okay, I think Deadpool 1 was funnier than Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I think maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp was funnier than Deadpool 2. I didn't think, mm-hmm. that, I didn't think all the humor worked. In if it didn't have all that trying to kill himself and losing his loved one stuff, yeah, it would have been pretty funny, but... Those balanced it back down. Yeah, you're right. There's some serious stuff in that. I mean, he does blow himself up to be. Yeah. That's Deadpool. We talked no, about that. No in hardcore podcast. death in this, or right. anyone trying to kill themselves. Yeah, but do you see what I'm saying? Where the humor is character driven. Yeah. Where it's not out of character for them to do funny stuff and say funny things. Like Tony Stark says sarcastic thing because he's a sarcastic character. Right. Do you know what I mean? And Star Lord is also kind of sarcastic, and so is Doctor Strange. Before sarcastic. Wow. <laughs> Maybe that's their humor. <laughs> But then you know what? They also have Drax, who is like his his humor is based on his straightforwardness, like how he he really they explained that in the first one. Yeah, he really just his people don't understand something or like what do they call that. He's like that wouldn't that, that would not go above my head. I would reach right. up to catch it. Yeah, he's not great with analogies or metaphors or anything yeah. like that. He's so literal. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's literal. Yeah, he's a literal personality. Literal. Yeah, then that's that's funny. In the Iron Groot stuff, like yeah, you know what I mean that's how he speaks. That's Rocket. not a joke. <laughs> But I'm saying that the characters drive the humor, and that's why it works in Marvel movies, you know? Yeah. And, but some people don't like it. Some people think the Marvel movies are too funny. And no. I think people are going to say that about Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. That it's, that it's not it's too lighthearted. That. It was funny, though. But the stakes weren't really that... They weren't it was super just a, high, though. It was another heist-slash-rescue movie. Yeah. It wasn't like the end of the world was that Yeah, that, it wasn't that, that big. It was just it was like, local. And it, but it, it, you cared about it, right? Did you yeah. care about the characters? Did you want them to succeed? Yeah. Then it, then it was a... Then it I was want a more movies. You want more Ant-Man movies? Yeah. Who thought that... And he, who thought and I, we, yeah, I didn't like him in the comics. That right there is a testament to how one. good the Marvel's done. With these, but you know what I mean? when you go three and they, they, that's when they start heading downhill. Thor Ragnarok was really good. True. That's probably my favorite Thor. Thor 3. But it is Thor 3. <laughs> I know, but they didn't call it this that. This would be called Ant-Man's and the Wasps. Because <laughs> it would be two Ant-Man and two Wasps. Two Ant-Man and the Wasps. Ant-Man, Wasp, and the Larva. Maybe this is called Ant-Man and Nest. The Wasp Ooh, Nest. Ant-Man's Nest. Ant-Man's Nest. <laughs> Ant-Man? Or Technically, the Wasp would just kill him and inject eggs in him so they hatched. 
Uh, if it was nature. <laughs> oh man, that'd be weird. Well, maybe terrible. <laughs> yeah, maybe Michelle Pfeiffer will do that, or Ooh. Janet will do that because he's couldn't change. Or right? Hank Pym. Hank Pym. He. Everyone hates that guy. Well, he's not exactly the most lovable character. Right, but, but all the people that worked with him in the past are like, they hate him. Well, it, it seems like he didn't want to weaponize his tech, and they all wanted to head down that path. He I didn't think, want to get out. I think it's what, too powerful. Yeah, so another character that's added to this series is uh, a guy, I don't know the character's name, it's Lauren Fishburne played him. Yeah, Morpheus. Bill something. Yeah, Bill Foster or something like that? Maybe. Yeah. Um, he worked on Project Goliath. Yeah, so, and he's a combo character. I'm not that familiar with him, though. He's Goliath, I think. He's in the somewhere comics. in there. And I think they set up, well, I don't want to spoil too much, but they set up a potential sequel involving him and Ghost, and then maybe, you know what I mean? And they, they kind of hinted at it, but yeah. they definitely didn't. They, did, they said there was a backstory. There's a history between Hank Pym and um, Bill. Yeah, they used to work together. They used to work together, and it, it, it soured. Yeah. One guy says he got fired. They the other guy says other. he quitted. Basically, and they, you know what I mean. But they, every character Hank Pym runs into, even the first movie, he had falling out with everyone, his own daughter too. So maybe. It's but just did part you of notice his... that Bill said he was still working with Shield, even after Pym left? Right, but he didn't know they were Hydra. Right, but I mean, he didn't get fired then. Hank Pym. He left. still worked. Right. Yeah, but I mean, Pym didn't fire him if Bill's still working there for years. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. And continuing in similar work. And he got to be 25 feet tall, right? Is his Goliath suit? Is that how? I think he said something was 25. Yeah, was at 60. The other one was, then then Ant-Man says he's 65. Yeah, 65. And then later in the movie, he goes like 85 feet or something like that. Yeah, he got big. The newscaster lady says, I think he's 85, I don't know. (laughs) 80 feet tall. I don't know, he's standing up, that suit was standing up next to that building, and that was like, what, 10, 12-story building? Yeah. So the humor doesn't bother you in these movies? Not in that type of movie. It wasn't a serious serious enough situation that I was like, oh, this is just stupid. They wouldn't. Well, if they had failed, two people would have died. Two? And you know what? I don't think... Did anybody even die in the movie? Oh. Maybe some Antonio. of Antonio. Maybe some of the... Besides, there are many ants get eaten by birds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides, uh, like, there's, there's a couple thugs that work for that Walter Goggins character. Did they die? No, they, they got drugged up. The motorcycle got. Remember, like I'm talking about those guys. Like they, they wrecked the motorcycle a couple times. Oh yeah, but they did. They might have died in the. Cars. They never they got their faces see. even. But shot. I don't think this is maybe the first Marvel movie that I can remember where no one actually dies. Mm, possibly, yeah. That's kind of cool. They usually kill off their villains. This one they or the villains her. kill themselves somehow. Maybe they'll die in the next one. You know, maybe, but no, I don't think anyone died. No, this was pretty much ghosts a didn't die. happy endings all around until, well, well, technically, Sean, without revealing too much, they did die. At oh, least. that's true. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about that. All right, uh, what did you think of Luis? Oh, I love Michael his character. Michael Pena's character. It's hilarious. He is. He's, he's a, moving up. Yeah, so Luis, Michael Pena is a good actor. We talked about this last time. <laughs> and his character, Luis, I thought maybe in this one would be kind of, um, it would go tired, you know? Oh. Like, but he didn't. Like, no. he's still very likable, and it's still and a lot he, of fun. And I he, still love hearing him tell his stories. I love when they do that. He's all the voices. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and it's still good. It's the same joke, whatever. His, but his it's still hair in that flashback. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his hair is awesome. <laughs> like, long down to his shoulders. His past his like shoulders. Fro, like, kind of like a... Almost. Like a like, perm, almost, <laughs> like, down to his shoulders. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that that... that he does. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie, man. Is that character? Oh, I, I, he pretty much sealed. He'll be in the next one probably too. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty he's a good major part of it right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, what did you think of the quantum realm itself on what they showed there? Yeah, weird place to go. Yeah. So there's a scene in the movie where where Hank Pym or Hank, uh, Hank Pym is he's in his like kind of like a ship that's traveling to the quantum realm yeah, it's, it's getting like the smaller. same ship from inner space yeah it looks like yeah and it gets like stuck and apart not quite the quantum realm but like a smaller part uh, of our wherever that void or the quantum before that, void even before the quantum void right oh you where mean those, where it first started where were those bug things that you would keep calling them uh, uh, I just know them as water bears yeah water so. bears and they try to go to eat them yeah. you know what those things definitely would probably do that in real life right that's what animals would do right yeah they eat like, anything I'm gonna see that them. thing and eat, eat that thing I don't know what that is. See if it's tasty. But I thought that scene was kind of cool. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's nature. 
<laughs> the quantum realm is, I don't know, it's weird. It's hard to describe. Well, we, we would have to drop acid and then go on an amusement park ride to experience the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that one scene in Willy Wonka, <laughs> you know, where they take that ride through, like, the water. and the, the... With his creepy song. Yeah, and all that weird stuff happens. That's kind of what... Oh, that, that's a 70s movie. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's the acid. Yeah. Did you think any of the movie was anticlimactic? Like, the end of it? The anticlimactic. Like, do you think of anything, like, they build up and they didn't just quite deliver? Just the part where they bring the the wife back. Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah. It was a quick fix. Yeah, and that's exactly what I want to talk about. Okay. So, I felt like the last fight was probably the weakest part of the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- so kind of set the stage for you, listeners who haven't seen it, and you're still listening <laughs> and getting spoiled. Uh, so this, Hank has gone into the quantum yeah, realm to get Janet, his wife. Yeah, so he's at, gone. Right at the same time. Uh, yeah, at the uh, same time, Chris, Scott Lang <laughs> is trying to track down this uh, well, they're, smuggler they're, slash like black arms dealer guy or scientist. Their job was to keep the. They were supposed to get the the lab back. The lab back and oh, yeah. to full size, so that by the time Hank comes back, right. So the lab has been shrunken down. Yeah. So they could for safety. Tr- yeah, for safety. And they got to get it back from the guy who stole it, so they can bring it back to its normal size. Right. And they can you know make sure it's safe for for Scott or Jan- for Janet and Hank to get back. Yeah. Right. At the same time, that lab gets taken by a a arms. I don't know arms. A black he's, he's, a black market dealer. Yeah, he deals in tech. Right. Uh, I can't th- remember his name. Sonny something. Yeah, let's call him Sonny. It's All right, let's we'll call him Sonny. And Sonny, played by Walter Goggins. Yep, from and, Predators and... And uh, a couple of Tarantino movies. Yeah. A couple of Tarantino movies, yeah. He uh, he's escapes onto Joe a boat, movies. you know what I mean? Like a ferry or whatever. Yeah, he tries to. To get away from Obviously it, you know showing I mean? off the building. Right. <laughs> and he has the building like sitting... Yeah. So, uh, at the same time all this happening, like Hank Pym's trying to rescue his wife and... Yeah. And Ghost is also trying to in get the, the lab realm. because she needs the technology in the lab to heal herself. Yeah, everyone's and, stealing from each other on the right. The and normal they keep going back and forth. It's kind of it's cool, but then when they all kind of meet up in the lab, a lot of shrinking. There's like a quick like two punches, boom boom fight scene, and then Hank Pym and them get back. Well, she got hit by that ship when Hank came back, so her right. fight got taken out of her right there. Yeah, she did. But it just you'd be hit I, by it a felt bus kinda, in the middle of a street fight. It's I don't know. It just felt yeah. anticlimactic to me. It just felt like it didn't. It, 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 it was a big build up. Like there was going to be this mm-hmm. big like. They're going to have to make a decision about saving. I thought that's what they're going to do. Maybe it was just me. I thought they were going to. Have to I thought maybe save. they were going to try to go for the ship, take her out. Yeah, they don't have to fight her anymore, that kind of thing. Well, I thought like, they were. Oops! Accidental win. I thought uh, what was going to happen is they were going to have to decide the girl or or uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character was going to decide whether to save Janet or save uh, the ghost. Well, Janet would win. Right, kind of, but. That's what I thought was going to happen, and they kind of alluded to that. Like he said, "I can't let you kill Janet or whatever." You know, like well, this, doing this will kill Janet. We can't do that. All of it ranks higher to go towards Janet because he's just helping her because they were both angry at Hank, and everything led that way. But he worked with Janet, so I guess they were friends, and he respected her right her ability, and he did still have a fraction of friendship still for Hank because he didn't call the FBI on him, right? So. And he was getting, he was uh, warming up to uh, Paul Rudd's character. Yeah. And he also knew, I think, that Janet would be able to help her. Maybe. Oh, well, yeah, her help scientific, us. but he didn't yeah. know she had those powers. Right, no, yeah. And that was kind of, and that's what I mean. It was like, it was built up like they were, there was going to be some kind of decision to be made, and there wasn't. Mm. The The ship comes in, it knocks Ghost Ooh. out of the way, and then Janet's safe, and then she uses her special abilities to heal Ghost. Yep. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't. Happy know. ending. It was a happy ending. It was just, I'm fine wrapped with up that. in a nice. I just thought boat. that they were building something different, and right. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing to surprise me. That's a good thing to surprise me. It just, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm just used to that big Marvel ending, like the snap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe that's because the early ending doesn't come to the last. Yeah. To the mid credit scene. True. Yeah. Not the final credit scene. Yeah, I guess we should just talk about that then, shouldn't we? The final one or the no. second final. The mid credit scene. Ah. All right, something that really annoys me. On, well, hold on. Yeah. we got to explain why he's doing it. Oh, good thing. Well, yeah, can I preface it real fast? Okay. 
All right, so every time a Marvel movie comes out and there's a mid-credit scene or after-credit scene, the people on people online, social media, and on like chat rooms, not chat rooms, but on like comment sections of a comic book movie websites, always visit, they go nuts and say it's the best after-credit. Why do you scene. read those? Right, because I'm a geek, dude. That's what I do. All right, mm, I'll test I your geek knowledge. I, I don't ever comment, but um, but I do. <laughs> I, I always read them. Scared geek. No, I just don't. I don't even know how to do it. I'm mean, not a comment. That's weird. A dumb geek. Comicmovie.com. I guess I have to create like an avatar or something. I don't want to do that. I feel like doing that. You haven't created. I just avatar. like to read people what people say. It gives me a good gauge of what people like the movie or not. No. You know. Judging but that, from they kept strangers, saying, like, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are listening to us, and we're strangers. They don't know. Well, we, they're getting to know us. That's James. I'm Sean. Hi. <laughs> James is a telemarketer. All oh, right. Shush. 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 Do not tell them I am going to have to ask them if they want a free car. <laughs> not the free car. Not again. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, stop really. calling your family. That's right. You got my grandma. <laughs> She's still waiting for that car. <laughs> if she sends me just three more checks, I will send her the free There's car. There's that. Yeah, that's horrible. Because that actually happened. Um, I know. I was there. <laughs> that was horrible. On the other Don't end of the line. Don't remind me that day. That was a really sad day, actually. <laughs> Yeah. Just uh, if you have your that. grandparents with you, right? As that country song, I think it's Tim McGraw song says, "Hanging out with them won't be wasted time." You know what <laughs> I mean? Going with your grandma and your grandpa, and it won't be wasted time because they won't be here. How sweet! Yeah, thanks, James. All right, back to what I was saying about what I hate about <laughs> comment sections: going from sweet stuff to not so sweet stuff. Yeah, you switched, not me. <laughs> yeah. So people act like every time there's a new. Uh, after credits or mid credits, and they act like the best of all time. So I had really high expectations for this one, and it delivered. It was it was what I expected. We already I already predicted it in the previous podcast. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't predict it exactly how I thought it would, but it, so not. A so pick. well, well, first of all, explain why he's there. Why they're going? There. Explain it to me. Explain okay. what it is. Uh, Hank, Janet, Hope, and uh, Scotland. Scott. Yeah. Are uh, working on going back. Made a miniature uh, hallway or gateway to the quantum tunnel. realm. Qu- quantum tunnel. tunnel, they call it. Yeah. They put in the back of a van, and they're going to send Scott in there to collect more healing energy for their ghost friend. I guess she's going to be their friend now. Yeah. And so they send Scott in. Right. So Scott goes in there to get it, and while he's in there, collecting it, he opens up the canister, collects all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he's talking to him. On like the kind of like a radio, like earpiece thing, right? And they go silent, silent on their end. And then the camera, he goes ha ha ha, yeah, nice joke. It pans out through the quantum realm to the to where they it's are regular. on top of a building with the car is, and, and they are turning to ash. Yep. So this blowing away in the wind. So Thanos snap got them too. All three of them takes place right there during. Yeah. Now uh, I have a question. Yeah. You think it was weird that the FBI had time to go to Scott's all that time, but not check on an alien invasion that was happening that same day well they they only know the alien invasion part happened in the west coast though no but I think alien invasion would have made it to the news I don't think it was the same day though now the Indians they were fighting Thanos and his goons all over before he did the snap yeah that was all one day yeah that's a long fight right throughout multiple towns all the way to Africa yeah but I think that was going on. I think there's a okay when the movie ends with Ghost being defeated. I think there's some kind of there's there's time that she passes. She still needs the healing stuff, right? There's time that passes. Though, oh yeah, they, they built this miniature. Right, so it didn't happen the same day. Right. So the FBI was already freed him at that point. Remember? But still, do you do a test like that when there are alien invasions going on? I mean, two of these people are heroes. You think, yeah, yeah. You think they'd be, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You think they would be aware and didn't of didn't they try to call Ant-Man in that Infinity War? They don't even mention him, do they? They mention him. I don't think so. Yeah, because they mentioned Scott. Do they? Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice, but I don't remember. Now I want to go back and see it again. <laughs> Eventually it'll be out on DVD. Soon. Yeah. Blu-ray. We'll definitely be doing an episode of that when it comes out. Yes. Yeah, so about the, the after credit scene, or the mid credit scene. Did you like that? Yeah. Now we predict we talked about we we figured it would tie in in some way, mm-hmm. right? And I predicted that it would be that Ant Man would survive, but I thought the Wasp would survive too. Oh the, yeah. The snap because I thought they would be 
kind of a team in Infinity War Part Two, whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then I was wrong, so I was wrong with that, which is okay. But I thought they were gonna have Cassie disappear because that gives like oh a, she might have and she might she probably did, but showing her disappear and be showing a kid disappear is kind of rough. But that's why they didn't show it. But like he, alluding to it, like well, maybe you know he, that's where he's gonna head he, first. Exactly, he's gonna get there and he's gonna see that creepy teddy bear. Gave him the first one. It's gonna be sitting <laughs> by itself. Bunny? That bunny, or whatever. Yeah. And the, or uh, the trophy. The trophy. The grand, you know what I mean? I saw us thinking they were going to do something like that, which would have been like super emotionally impactful. It may, it may have, this is a lighthearted movie. It kind of may have soured it a little bit too. Isn't there a spare Ant-Man suit laying around? Why? He has two it, of them. Yeah. Where's the other one? One of them was, I don't know, he probably just has towards He was one. still wearing the old one at the end, right? When he went to the Quantum Room, or was that the newer one? It might have been the newer one. I have to watch it again. You think he put the old one back on the... Uh, Trophy? Probably. Inside of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, so, well, the, the movie ends with basically Scott Lane being stuck in the quantum realm. He doesn't have a way to get back. He knows how to get out. Well, I think that... He did in the first movie. That's going to be the... Okay, let's tie, How do you think this ties in Infinity War? Let's just get to it. Uh, part two. What do you, how do you think this leads into part two? He's going to come out and look for the Avengers. You think he's going to get out of there? I think someone's going to find him in there. Who's going to come into the quantum realm? Doctor Strange is dead. Do you think he's going to get out and then... Iron Man can't get in there. I guess he could just take one of those little things yeah, out. Yeah, like he did in the first one. Stick it in the belt and or whatever. And now, see, that's my question. The new suit doesn't have the regulator. It has the regulator. It doesn't have the... That's what his issue was. That's why he had to switch to the old suit. They needed the regulator out of it so they could trace Ghost in the lab. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Another plot hole, perhaps? It depends on what suit he was wearing at the end. It was the old one. He could just slap that thing in there and get out. If it's yeah. a new one, I'm not sure. Unless uh, maybe Hank's ship's in there somewhere, too. No, the they ship did. came with him when he got out. Remember? Yeah, but I mean, ghost. doesn't mean Ant-Man didn't ride it in there with him when he went into the new tunnel. He didn't get in the Just because it didn't show him in a ship. But it showed... It just showed him in the quantum realm collecting stuff. No, it showed him jump in. He got shunker and shrunk and jump, jumped in. Hmm. To the tunnel or whatever. He didn't get in a ship. Okay. I don't think. I don't think they showed him turn it on. I remember they showed a scene where they give him the canister. And then he just gets small and then they turn it on. I think that's what I thought. Okay. Man, you know what? The after credit scene's on YouTube. Just to watch but he can't fly. No, he would no. just float around in there. I think he's got to have something. He's got something. You're probably right. Because who else is going to... I was going to say Doctor Strange could go in there, but he's, he's one of the gone. people that does turn to dust. You know, and Hawkeye's not going to do it. He's got all yeah. magical arrows. My shrieking arrow. <laughs> Trying to think who else throwing do needles it. at me. <laughs> now, I'm sure that Tony Stark could think of a way to do it. No, he would have done it when he first heard about an Ant-Man back in the day. Well, remember, he, Hank Pym didn't like Stark, Stark's dad. Right, which means his dad knew about him. And yeah. Stark knows pretty much right. everything his dad knew. Right, except for... So he would have knew about an Ant-Man. And yeah. there would have been research, and he would have definitely looked into miniaturization. Come on. He definitely a mini right. Iron Man suit you can keep in your watch. He could keep his whole ar- armor, bleh, hall of armor in his watch. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think that Ant Man is going to be the key to unlocking how they defeat Thanos in Part Two? No, I think so. No, you don't think so? No, I think he's not a that big of a player. But I think I'm not saying he's going to be the one who does it. I, think I don't think they'll be using the quantum realm to do it. No. I think they're going to. I think what they're going to figure out, somehow Ant-Man's going to tell them, somehow, is remember when Janet was in there? She said that time and everything, don't go down the time warp, you get lost in the time. She told him that right before he goes in there. She said, watch out for the time thing, you can get lost in the time warp. She told him that right before he went to the quantum realm in the, at the end of the movie, or not the end of the movie, in the, in the mid-credits. Mm-hmm. That, was, that wasn't written in there for by an accident. That was on purpose. Yeah, it was a warning. Right. But it was also for us, the audience, to clue us in on how they're going to do what's coming. You know what I mean? They can't just... It's, if they automatically, just in the next movie, Infinity War, and say, oh, they can they can mess with time without time, Jim, right? That's going to be, like, kind of a cheap cop-out. You know what I mean? But now if they've established that, okay, in the quantum realm, time works differently, or there's a time warp thing, Ant-Man will be discover that, or he'll, he'll see it, you know? That can explain how they're going to go back in time because I know they're going to go back in time. If that could have been done, then Janet would have done that to go back before she shrank, and she would have gotten out. 
Maybe it's because she couldn't get out. She didn't have the technology to get out. But he has the technology to go in there and get out. So I'm saying yes, she had the technology to put an antenna in in Ant Man. I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay, jeez. I'm not saying that she's going to. That he's, but you think that Scott no, Lang can figure out time travel and she couldn't. No, here. here's here's what I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna. She had a suit when she first. Went he's in. gonna be stuck down down there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's gonna see That's this time happening. tunnel thing mm. and whatever she called it. I think she called it a time tunnel, didn't she? She said, stay away from this time thing. Wait a minute. Then he's if gonna... that occurs, Ant-Man came out before what movie in the Marvel Universe, order-wise? Doctor the Strange. first one. Before Strange? Doctor Strange, yeah. Hmm. And they still never met officially. Right, because Doctor Strange wasn't in Civil War. Uh... Okay, go ahead. Okay, so here's my Working on here, a theory. Here, here's my theory. All right. I think Ant-Man, Scott Lang, is going to see this time, whatever it is, or somehow see how he could use it. He's going to get out, and he's going to call Cap first thing. And he's going to see if he can get hold of any of the Avengers and say, what's going on here? And he sees half the world's gone. Okay. Right? And he's going to meet with Tony Stark and them, and they're going to basically kind of figure out how they could use this to their advantage. And Tony Stark's going to create some kind of technology that they wear on their arms, or something, mark my words, because I've seen the set photos, all right, and they're going to use that to travel in time to either collect the Finning Stones before Thanos can get them, or, or undo it somehow. That's my theory. I think the set photos you're talking and are referring to are uh, alien tech they're using, because they're on Titan. Iron Man is, anyways. Iron Man is on Titan. Yeah, he might have got from the ship or wherever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he's going to use that to, the, he's going to know the, to go back to past, or past because of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to agree with that theory just yet. That's okay. You never agree with my theories until they're right. But I'm going to give you a secondary on that theory. Okay. Let's say Ant-Man goes back in time. You say when? How far is he going back? I'm not saying he's going back in time. Like, Well, then how's he going to help? I'm, I'm saying he's going to see how they can go back in time. Okay. He's going to come back to the present and see that all these people are, you know, been half obliterated, turned to dust, whatever, including his own daughter. Mm-hmm. And maybe even he's going to see his grieving ex-wife. Okay. And he's going to know that Janet's gone and mm-hmm. Hank is gone and also uh, uh, Hope is gone. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, I need help. And he's going to try to get reach out to any of the Avengers that are there. Cap's still alive. He's going to get a hold of Cap. And I think his Falcon's still alive or he disappeared. He disappeared. He disappeared, yeah. Yeah. And Cap. And then somehow they're going to get a hold of... Now, I don't know how this can happen because they're across the space, right? Tony Stark somehow... Will get this knowledge, and he will then um, use this knowledge to, de- to build a device that allows him to go back in time, some way to stop Thanos. Yeah, it's interesting. What's your th- side theory? But I don't think that'll happen. Uh, just a, the thought I was trying to put together was, if he went back in time, the only thing he would do was nothing. Because even if he went back in time and told them, and they even got ready for Thanos coming. There isn't much they could do except destroy that one gym. Well, and that's they tried all they would that have to do. And right? they reversed it. So. And that's all they'd have to do, though, is destroy that one gym. Unless he reverse times again and fixes it. Well, they could destroy the time gym and stuff. If they go for that one first. got to remember, Scott doesn't know nothing about these gyms. That's true. And I'm pretty sure he hasn't figured out. Something, he made us something about visions, because he did see visions. Maybe. And Just Vision they know that it shoots to, an energy beam. They, he was able to vapor through walls or whatever. Yeah. Phase through walls. So maybe he'll make some kind of connection <laughs> to that. Uh, I don't think his is quantum, though. I don't think so either. I'm just saying, like, maybe he'll just notice that. I don't intangible. know. It's, it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. And theories are oftentimes not correct. And well, my theories are always facts. right. But I'm just kidding. I am batting like, nine, like, I'm batting like 90, or 900 G. So that would be awesome batting. Batting average would be great. More like nine. <laughs> nine. I'm betting nine. <laughs> I foul tipped once. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Am I wrong? Maybe in that aspect. But I was thinking, if anything, he'd go back time to like either, either what's a big event? Either when Janet was first lost and fix that timeline from there, or maybe when he first got the. Now, keep in mind, I'm basing the, some of this theory on set photos that show. Yeah. Captain America and Iron Man and Hulk wearing some kind of space suits and some kind of weird device on their wrist 
Now, I don't know. That, I've seen these set photos. I don't know if I saw them on Instagram or what. Is there any chance that's just a like a, a space suit kind of cover them? Could suit? be. Could be. But they Meaning were, it's going to be a space but it fight? Showed them, no, no, no. It showed them in the ruins of Battle of New York with the Chitauri stuff mm-hmm. in the background. That's why they had to travel back in time. Mm. So you think they'll go back to the first Avengers movie? I think somehow it connects. Well, there is a portal. Right. But technology doesn't work in it. Because he goes, yeah. It shuts down Iron Man's suit. A nuclear missile did. It worked, didn't it? Well, it's just momentum. a bomb. It's done. It doesn't actually... <laughs> And I don't know. That's I mean, a, they lost connection with it. it just, that's a what? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a what? If. That's an interesting idea. But I'm sure he will be the reason it gets fixed everything. But I don't know. I don't think him personally on the time travel thing. Maybe, like you said, tell someone else. Yeah. Other than that. But did you feel like in this movie that Ant Man or the Scott Lang wasn't as uh, smart as he was in the first one? Well, he didn't have to show any computer skills or any kind of thing or hacking. In the first one, I felt like they showed that he was, I mean, he was a electrical yeah, engineer, he more of a chemical thief. engineer, whatever. He was smart. And this one, he was kind of like, not a klutz, but he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about all the time. Well, the whole time, you explain he was this to me? <laughs> more interested in getting back home. He didn't want to get in trouble. That's true. That's true. And he's definitely not the smart When it comes to Janet, Scott, or when it comes to Janet, Hope, and uh, Hank Pym, he's definitely, like, not smarter than them. That's established. But sometimes I felt like he was the, he was the... Not the common sense. He was the the average Joe. He was just the average Joe character amongst them. Right. But he's also really brilliant himself. So. Yeah. The yeah. movie one, not so much as the comic book one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I love these seats. They make fart sounds every time we move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the seats. <laughs> They're the seats, okay? <laughs> what else you got? All right, well, I do have a theory. I want to run by you. Not only theories, more of a question. On what? It's tie, it doesn't really tie this. It, much, it more ties into the snap. Okay. Okay. So at the end of the movie, the very last, uh, the, the very final uh, end credit scene. Okay. It shows, the camera kind of pans to Scott's house, where he lives, where he had house arrest. Mm-hmm. And it shows uh, the, the computer or the TV screen is showing like the like lost signal or whatever, or, you know. It's like emergency signals on there. And then um, it pans across and you can just tell the city's silent. And then it shows this ant, a giant ant is like playing the drums. Playing rock band or whatever. Playing rock band, yeah, which is actually really funny. He's playing the drums. He's just playing learned it from Scott. Right, because he had been taught to mimic Scott's behaviors throughout the day. For the last day or two there. Yeah, so he's doing that. Right, he's playing the drums, which is funny. I thought it was was funny when he was in the bath. That was weird. It was a weird... I'm glad they made that work because I saw the trailer and I saw the playing jobs. Like, is that gonna that looks stupid? But it turned out to be like quite funny. I, yeah. I don't know. But my, my question is this is did Thanos' snap wipe out just people or all life or sentient life? Or what do you think? I'm gonna go with sentient, uh, sentient life, so at least so it just it just wiped out half of sent, all of sentient life throughout the universe, yeah, okay. I, I'm that seemed agree, to be who Thanos had a problem with. And I'm in agreement, even though, as we talked about, we kind of mentioned this before in conversation before we did the podcast, that Kevin Feige, when he, uh, <laughs> he was asked a question about this on like a, one of the press tours he's been doing for Ant-Man and the Wasp, hmm. he said it, all life, including plants. Well, I didn't see half the and trees animals. disappear. Right. <laughs> and, and I don't remember any trees disappearing besides hmm. Groot. Um I don't remember. I think there's more bacteria and stuff right. than there are people. Because if you so think about half. that, if it did kill half of all life, I mean that would that would defeat the purpose because there yeah. goes half the resources. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't I don't think that's what it did. I, mean, I think he anything just that thinks is yeah been sent half. <laughs> so then, if it's anything thinks, there here's here's really here's where my theory is leading to, James. Okay, we're finally getting to it. Okay, we're actually getting to it. Is if. There was a planet of cars from the Cars movies. All right, <laughs> half are gone. Half of them we gone. Yeah. Okay. So in this Marvel universe, there's a planet so somewhere. Just be a car in that cars. race. Just that, dust. So cars is the yeah. So Lightning oh, Queen so would be he there. Rusted. And and t- and Mater would be all turned to dust. And maybe. And then uh, whatever the blue car's name was. Can't oh, he died, didn't he? Oh, the girl. He, yeah. It's not the girl car. Oh. Whatever her name was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She was a Porsche, right? Yeah. So, 
Bonnie Hunt talked to her. I know that. I don't know why I know we'll that. Call her Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think her name's Bonnie, but yeah. Gone. So, boom, gone. <laughs> so maybe Lightning McQueen would join the team and help them out. Mm. He'd be gone, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, he's too old. Because all the older Avengers live, except for Paul Rudd. Well, he was the original car so movie, so he would live. Right. Because, as my theory states, this is a way of getting... This is the last hurrah. But since Disney owns it, you need to apply that to the Disney movies. Half Half of all of them are gone. Boom. Mufasa? He's already gone. He's already gone. R.I.P. What's that moment of silence for? (gasps) Who do you think is gone? Timon or Puma? (laughs) I would go with... Timon. Timon's gone. Okay, I'm okay with that one. I I think Puma, he just... He always survives even when he doesn't need to. Akuna Matata. He He'd be like, yeah, on. Akuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> who, else would be, right, who else from these movies would be gone? And what and are we basing this on anyway? We just don't like them. We don't like them. <laughs> All right, let's I'm see. I'm sure Thanos wouldn't Frozen. like them either. The two girls. I never sisters, saw it. The sisters. At least one of them's gone. The Ice Queen is gone or the other one? The, 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 mm. the I don't know her name. Esma or something? I don't know. It's been a while. Sure. I have to bring my daughters here and ask them what their names are. I don't remember. I mean, I should save this for the Infinity War one, but... Did you think Thanos included him, his team and himself in that snap? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a fifty percent chance him and his team were going to be gone. Then, well, his right? team were dead already. You know, true, but but I think he he, he saved himself. Obviously, he's going to be alive if it won't be a sequel. You know well, I mean? then he was wrong. <laughs> he killed his. But remember, he, he said there was not going to be any discrimination. Right? Any discrimination? Oh, but if he's you discri- you take yourself out of the scenario, but then he's got he'd be the one to activate the gauntlet. So. So would it just fall in there and turn to ash, and someone could pick it up, and put it back on him? And that kind of got damaged. But he got tw- transported too, right? Or he transported himself to? The- yeah, he left. He was getting beat up, and he had an axe in his chest. Man, what a great <laughs> ending! Man, we got to save that for Infinity War. That's a good movie. Yeah, but if we applied this this snap to all Disney, <laughs> yeah, we use it all the time. Who else would be gone though? Who else would be gone? Would Let's it work see. on Deadpool? Yes. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because are we going by comic or movie? Either one, choose one. Well, the comic one, death won't take him, so he won't die. Well, that, that death isn't in the movie versions, though. Yet. Now that he's actually done I that. I personally, well, I'm, we'll say this for Infinity War. I think they should use death <laughs> in Infinity War. But. I thought she was going to show up, but it was Red Skull. someone else. Yep. Sorry, I spoiler. Wasn't, I wasn't going to say it. Yeah. Infinity War is so good. Oh, man. Email Oop. Sean at Sean. SeanMuses.com, whatever it is. <laughs> tweet, tweet me at McMurrayMuses. Your angriest tweets. No. <laughs> Send me cute kittens or whatever pictures. Pictures of dead kittens. You heard him. That's weird. He's crazy. <laughs> oh, I get enough of those in my email. I'm just kidding. I send those to you. That's you? <laughs> I you couldn't tell I'm in half of them. <laughs> that's horrible, Chase. <laughs> Man, that's like your abortion joke you made earlier today. Uh, really, you're only going to leave that hanging? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm not even, even going to tell you the joke. It's too good. It's <laughs> too, too good. good. Oh, my kids are trying to break in here. For some reason. Uh, that's Jace. Still that's, having trouble with the knob, <laughs> huh? <laughs> that's my uh, three-year-old He who just colored on the walls yesterday. In his sister's room. <laughs> yes, in his sister's room. I think room. that was a setup. Dude, he was like so silent. Like, like I Busted. <laughs> Well, that's what my mom said. She said, did he do it alone? They were in, they were both. No, I mean he bathroom. did it and was planning to leave it and then watch his sisters get in trouble. <laughs> oh, I see. I see they, then saying. he'd be like, I don't know who did it. Like, cause he didn't say anything. Like, Jace called out his name. He didn't say anything. Called out again, and then he finally said, "I'm in here." And we go in there, and there's <laughs> marker all over the white closet door, like all over it. Man, he got into that. That's how you know it's a kid all different room. colors too. Yeah. Man, it's Jackson Pollock. Pretty man. rainbow. It wasn't rainbow. It was it was it was very uh, absurdist. Oh. Yeah, I kind of liked it though. I took a picture, and then we cleaned <laughs> up with a Mr. Clean saves the day magic eraser. All right. Yay. So you have to. Wait a minute. Was that a commercial? Are we getting paid by Mr. Clean? No, we're not. Dang oh. it! I gotta stop giving that away for free. It's the second time I've done that. All right. So snap. Half Disney Universe gone. Boom. Shh. There goes Walt Disney. There goes Mickey Mouse. Walt Disney's already dead. Mickey Mouse would be still alive. You mean his frozen head would be gone? Yeah, he's half his body already gone. So we would get Donald, but no Mickey. No, I think Mickey'd survive. I think Donald'd be gone. Ooh, no, I think the old guard would be there. I think Mickey would be there. I think Donald would be there. Okay, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Two of three are gone. Ooh. I know, like, yeah. But we get Webby still. I don't know who Webby is, but the girl. I think she was uh, the maid's daughter. Okay. Just 
just kind of lived with him. All uh, right, yeah. What about Scrooge McDuck? Would he be gone? Oh, he'd be safe with all his money. <laughs> you bet you'd be old, Riley. But that would be an interesting scene, him jumping into his money and then turning into dust before he hits. That would be cool. That would be very good. Man, that was a great show back in the day. <laughs> DuckTales. They brought it back. They did? Yeah. You didn't watch the new one yet? No, is it good? Uh, the art's different. Uh, I would like it. Mm. Nostalgia is, feels, you know what I mean? It feels that and... True. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, I don't really have any more theories, James. Um, oh, really? You have any? What's you said? Okay, you I got a theory. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, do you think Bill was purposely giving her all this hate information on Hank because of his own hate against him? Okay. Or do you think it was on purpose? I'm really kind of confused or his about hate, you know, Bill. like his heat, his hate just flowed over, or this, on purpose? Because yeah, that was confusing, like. Because Bill he, has been working with this. With I have Ghost, a theory because right? since she said her body's being torn apart and restitched right. together, yeah. I think her her brain's all messed up. That's why she was so easily going evil. Right. And then him telling her all this stuff was made it worse. Yeah. Do you think that he actually told her? Because well, he told her something. I think I'm sure. He, his I think he told her his casual story, complaining. Yeah. And then she made her own assumptions. Right. She, she like you said, maybe mixed things up, and also her own her own past. Her dad dying, who would work for Hank Pym too. Yeah. At some point. If she just lived, her mom would have still been alive, and she'd been fine. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, did you think it was weird that she had a white father? I know that sounds a little weird. I thought it was... I didn't think anything of it, actually. Mm. Yeah. Didn't, didn't come to your mind? No, it didn't. Mm. It's 21st century, James. Oh, I'm okay with <laughs> it. I've seen it around. <laughs> Stepsister's one, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, your stepsister, uh, white dad? No, no, she has a mixed child. Oh, yeah. She married a black guy. He passed away. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, your stepsister did. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's yeah, let's get off that one. That was, <laughs> it didn't bother me any, but I thought it was odd. Yeah, is there anything? You said you had other questions for me. Because I was thinking Bill was going to be the dad. You said you were going to test my comic knowledge, James. Are you going to do that still or not? Your comic book knowledge? Yeah, you no. said I'm how much of a geek I am, whatever. You I was going to challenge you at the end to a something, but that was geek, not comic. Okay, we'll, we'll do truth or, truth or trash, and then you can challenge me. Okay. All right, ready? I know you'll get it wrong. I probably will. All right, so we're moving on. Our, our next segment is truth or trash. Um, uh, before we start this, yeah. I would like to indicate that Sean never fell, followed through with his bet from the last Truth or Trash. Well, from the last podcast, that's right. I forgot your cans sitting there. They're still sitting there, Sean. Are they? They're waiting for me? And they need recycled. Well, next time we record at your house, and your I apologies will... are not going to recycle those cans. That's true. You said that when I texted. <laughs> oh man, I feel bad. Sorry, Mother Nature. That's right. All right, are you ready to move on? Let's put some on this one. All right. You had an idea. What, what should we put on this one? What I mean. Okay, so flea market. All right. There's a flea market in our area that I've never been oh, to. Oh, the bet. That was for my question. You want to throw it on the truth or trash? No, we'll save it for your question. Oh, okay. So right. I know you'll get that wrong. What should we, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. What should, what should we put on this? I don't know. You never follow through with your bets. Um. Yeah. Okay. How about I... And it can't <laughs> double be Double or nothing. Double or nothing the last one. <laughs> double or nothing the last one. All right. Okay. Cans are still there. I can make double. There. All right. So if there's four cans... <laughs> There'll be eight. There'll be eight or whatever. All right, ready? Okay. And I'll have to, I will have to take them recycling. <laughs> it's I, a bit of a drive. I hate, I, I'm anti-green, so I hate Mother Nature. Just kidding. Ooh. I hate trees. They attack me twice now. That's why you drive that gas guzzling oil leaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, ready? Okay. Um, true, truth or trash? I ask you a question. Tell me whether it's, or I give you a fact. You tell me whether it's truth or, or trash. I know that. Okay. For the people who haven't listened before, ready? Here's the first fact. Ready. The film's title is not shown on screen until the ending credits. Truth or trash? Hmm. True. That is true. I was hoping you get that right since you've seen the movie twice now. Right. That is true, yeah. Did and not show the end credits until the very end. Uh, I kind of think I know why. Why? Uh, just the part where it says the wasp uh-huh. is written in a way of an old-timey horror movie called the wasp or the wasp woman. Oh, do you think it tied in with their... I think that might have been by... Because they also show an old ant movie in that as well. Yeah, okay, yes. The only thing I liked about the movie was the after, was the uh, the end credits, like how they did the end credits, like uh, model figures kind of... Re- oh, yeah, that. How the movie. That was cool. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for the next one? Ready. Okay, Truth or Trash. 
Paul Rudd is 41 years old in real life. Oh. Wow. Um, I'm going to say true. That is trash. Oh. He's 49. Oh, wow. He looks good for you. Yeah. Six-pack abs and everything I thought like he was young, but I was like, how close is he to my age? <laughs> yeah, he's 49. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I was off by eight years. Yeah, so. But I didn't go over. <laughs> so he's, he's almost 50. He doesn't look it. I mean, yeah. obviously, he's Hollywood, so they can. And Michelle Pfeiffer was 60. Yeah, they aged her up, I felt like. <laughs> In the movie, they, they had to make her look. I think, Is that an insult? I think or? Michael Douglas, I think he's like 70 years old anyway. Like, yeah, I feel like they didn't have to age him at all. They think he looks. They that old de-aged already. him in the yeah. flashbacks. But I feel like when they when they showed present day Michelle Pfeiffer's character Janet, yeah, I feel like they aged her up more. Like they made her have more gray hair and wrinkles. Than I think she has in real life. Yeah, a few more wrinkles. Bruno Mars would agree with me because of his song. You don't know. You no. don't listen to music, but yeah, white gold. All right, um, that's real. That's what he called her. Oh. All right, uh, and that song. I don't hmm. know. All right, I can see that. Uh, so yeah, he's forty nine. It's hard to believe. Wow. You know what I mean? Marvel gives him the steroids and the HGH and makes him look bow. Alright. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. Now, ready for the next one? Okay. So you are one for two right now. Yeah. Alright, double nothing. Remember that. Mm-hmm. These cans are waiting. They are at my house. Pressure's right on, James. Alright. The trailer for the movie Ant Man and the Wasp contained a song called Ants Invasion by Adam and the Ants. False. That is true. Really? Yep. Yep, it had a song called uh, called Adam's Invasion or Ants Invasion by Adam and the Ants. I know nothing about the band. I don't huh. know the song either, but I know it's. I don't band. remember hearing those words. Or no, that? you only hear the guitar riff. You don't oh, hear the okay, so, lame. So it still counts. So now you are Barely. one. It's not a real song. One for three, James. No Man, do you miss this one? Those cans in your hands. All right. <laughs> I'll still make you. <laughs> oh, still have my question. Okay, ready. All right. Um, there are two actors from the movie that also appear in DC movie properties. Is that truth or trash? True. That is actually. Hmm, that's you know what I miss. I shouldn't have said it this way. That one is actually I put down trash on my list. Well, you're wrong because there's actually four actors. Mm. Yeah. Well, then I was right. There are two. There are two though. So you're right. <laughs> so I'll give you that one. Because I didn't really, I didn't word it in the right way. Think so the I four wouldn't actors are Catwoman. And- yeah, first of all, Michelle Pfeiffer played Catwoman mm-hmm. in Batman Returns. And Lawrence Fishburne uh, played Morpheus way back in the Matrix. Also played Perry White in the, the DC, Man of Steel yeah, movie. Man of Steel and Dark Knight Rises. No, Dark, Superman or, Returns. Superman or not Superman Returns, but uh, Superman Returns. No, it was Batman for Superman and also Man of Steel. He played it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he, um, yeah, and then also that's right. They had the other guy, Randall Park. Right, who played Agent Wu? Okay, or the the federal agent guy. He was in a DC movie. He's gonna be in. You uh, you're the one who told me this. Uh, He's gonna be <laughs> in Aquaman. Yeah, that's right. So I did yeah. Read that. Yeah, and by the way, the Agent Wu's character was great too. I kept thinking he was uh, Agent Zero from the Marvel. Uh, well, apparently, I kept thinking that was Agent him. Wu is a real comic book character, a real, shir- a real like I guess he was a shield agent in comics. That's why he got such a big part in that. Yeah, he was good though. He was yeah. funny and like. And he was like well-meaning, you know. I mean, it was it was, it was great. He was a nice youth pastor. Yeah, <laughs> he explains it again. He's like, I'm a youth pastor. And he did I'm a also a youth of, pastor. Yeah, that was funny. There, there are a lot of good moments like that. All right, um, and then also uh, David. Da- I don't have to say his last name. David Dasmalshin played his Russian friend. The one of the Russian, like one of the ex-con. Yeah. From our ad earlier, right? Right. He, the Russian guy. Yeah. Uh, How many times do you keep saying? Yeah, it? he was in. He was in the. Dark Knight, either Dark Knight, uh, yeah, one he was of the in Dark Batman, Knight. yeah, he was in Dark Knight, yeah. So okay, well, yeah, he looked like it. he was basically playing the same. So part at least four, there may have been more. I mean, I just those are four that well, I'm sure some extras have been in there too. Right, well, yeah, that's kind of weird. Marvel man, they just pick each other up. Maybe they'll merge. Which one do you think is better, Marvel DC, James? Movie wise or movie, character? Movie wise. Movie wise, Marvel. Characters. Mm, Marvel. DC or comic books? <laughs> comic books, I like DC better. Okay, all right. You ready for the last one? Sure. So technically now are two for two. Okay? Okay. Alright. Ghost's father is a villain named Egghead. Is what? Is a villain named Egghead. Ooh. Comic book or movie? Either one, I guess. Well, 
Since I don't think you know who Eggman was, I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Yeah. You're right. Elias Starr is Egghead, right? I know the bad And that's why he was bald in the movie, the white guy. Bald. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to bring when it up. said that, that, I was like, yep, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You got, oh, man, that's <laughs> more double cans I have to recycle. Recycle oh, my cans, man. Every time I throw a can in that green is like in Bane outside. Oh, no, just, no, 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 no. Just pains All me. the cans there. All right, just a, a piece of my soul that flakes off <laughs> like it's <laughs> Thanos' ash. <laughs> All those cans, half the cans are gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, go uh, collect some jewelry first. <laughs> I, I do. I do collect some jewelry first. Yeah. So um, still recording. All right, awesome. Cool. Yeah. So Ant Man Lost. Do you recommend it? Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. Have we watched a movie yet? You haven't recommended. Not yet. <laughs> Me neither. I love all the movies we've watched. Because we well, love that's movies. Why we went and seen them. That's why we see these movies. That's why we talk about them. <laughs> all right. Well, before we go, we have one, last, one more segment. Hmm. All right. Before you ask me your final question. Okay. Okay. Is, uh, what, are you, what are you watching? Or what are you reading? What are you watching? Let's see. Reading wise, nothing. You always say nothing. So I tell yeah. why I ask you that. And what am I watching? I've been watching some more DC cartoons. I watched, uh, I told you the. Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Yeah. I also watched uh, the crap. No, I can't think of it. You watched the crap? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> CDC, you're crap. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's another DC cartoon. Well, Men and Monsters? I don't know. Maybe. It was the alternate... Did you watch Gods and Monsters? Yeah, Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I watched that a few weeks ago, yeah. You met, yeah, you brought that up, and I was like, I need to watch that again. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Well, I watched, uh, one of the things I watched the past few days was um, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, I remember that one. Man, you know what, DC, their cartoons are good. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know why they can't do it for movies, man. We talked about this a little bit last time. They change too much. Because that Gotham by Gaslight... Like, it was really good. I was like, I was only planning on watching it and then turning it off and going to sleep and then watching the rest of the next day because it was after midnight when I started it. Yeah. But I watched the whole thing because mm-hmm. I couldn't turn it off. I was like, man, this is really good. It, did you, you figure out who it was from the beginning or were you surprised? It took me a little bit. It did surprise me. And I don't want to spoil it because you should go go watch it or read the comic. I guess it's based on a comic. Right. Um, but it's it's a kind of alternate take on Batman. As he kind of faces off the Jack the Ripper and like a 18th century. Yeah, olden days. Or I guess, yeah, 18th century. Um, yeah, 19, early 19th century <laughs> Gotham, I guess, right? And it's kind of like a steampunk ish, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. Yeah, and, I, and I, it's good. Like the characters are great. There's a lot of characters that your names you recognize if you read DC comics and Batman comics, but they they twist them in different ways. <laughs> and there's a mystery. You know what I mean? And I figured it out. What is a Batman movie? So? Yeah, I did figure it out. I'll talk about you afterwards, James. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh, okay. And I also finally finally finished reading um, the Batman or the Superman All Star Superman comic, graphic novel. It was good. Mm. That's it. And I've been working on my own books. I've been writing. That's it. So, anything else, James? What's your question for me? I'm ready. You well, first we got to set up the bet. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a question based on geek knowledge from our childhood. Oh wow. And uh, if you get it wrong... As long as it's not related to Ben 10, all right? Yeah. If you get it wrong, you will have to go to our local flea market and eat the uh, challenge food there. It's called the Big Cheese. It's at our local flea market? It's at uh, Tur- uh, Treasure, Isle? Treasured Isles. The Big Cheese, huh? What's it, what is the it's Big Cheese It's a Big Cheese of? sandwich thing. It's, it's got a bunch of stuff on it. It's huge. Is it got hamburgers on it? Uh, it might. Because I have done two food challenges and I've won both. <laughs> one. I've won both. Well, this will get you a T-shirt. I and did a the Terminator, which was on which was on Man vs. Food, and it was delicious. And I did one called the Fat and Skinny. Which well, you only get to one. eat this if you can get this question right. Okay. Now, in the, oh. so now I got to get it right to eat it, or to like, get it. If you lose, if you miss this question, you get to eat. Don't it. don't miss it on purpose. <laughs> okay, darn it! <laughs> I'll try my best. All right. I'll okay. Try now, in this movie we just watched, Ant Man's Wasp. Yep. Before uh, Hank Pym goes into the uh, tunnel to the quantum realm in yeah. the ship, he puts on a suit. Yes. That's not an Ant Man suit. Can you tell me what '80s cartoon that suit was based off of? 
Oh, jeez. It was also the main character of that cartoon. 80s cartoon. Not He-Man. Too much clothing for a He-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Who's He-Man? Just a loincloth and a belt. Michael Douglas all in loincloth. Not G.I. Joe. Or is it G.I. Joe? It is G.I. Joe. Is that your answer? My final answer is G.I. Joe. I'm afraid that's Oh, wrong. it's Mask. Yep. Uh, he was wearing a costume that looked exactly like Max Tracker. Oh, jeez, Leader mask. of the good guys. You know, James, I'm, I am like three years younger than you. I barely remember that show. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I barely but you had the toys and the little people. I uh, know. You got me there. All right. Well, it looks you like... You have to eat the big cheese. Then one day coming up in the next... Uh, not the next week or whatever, but in the future, I will do that. And mm-hmm. we'll... We, I don't know if we'll record it or whatever, but we'll, we'll talk about the podcast. I believe it's a 20-minute challenge or something like that. You have to eat it in. Really? Yep. Is it huge? I have don't know. I just saw a picture, and the picture was huge. How much is it? I don't know. I'll pay for it. You'll pay for it? Yeah. If then you I definitely eat it. Do it. <laughs> Dang. I wanted to get that question <laughs> right, though. I wanted to prove you that you had some geek <laughs> I knowledge. I knew you weren't geek enough. <laughs> and the geek enough from a TV show. Me and another friend TV noticed from, right off the bat from the, the first 83. time I saw it. Because he's geekier than I am, and he's, um, <laughs> he's still two months geek. older than me. <laughs> he's still geekier than you. <laughs> yeah, he would never admit it though publicly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't even think it. It's all him. Yeah, he wouldn't even think it. No, not at all. Like that guy? That guy? No, no, no. Well, hey, uh, if you listen all this far, all right, <laughs> we say this thing. Please subscribe. That's Rate, a big review, thing. Review. Find us everywhere. We're getting out there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so uh, tell us something about our us. Our five listeners keep spreading the word. <laughs> That's right. You guys are awesome, actually. If you're listening to us, you're awesome. We're counting you on we one hand. It. Let's keep it going. Right. If you want to tweet anything, pictures of cats that are not dead. All right, kids. Send dead ones. All right. To me, you can do that at uh, McMurray Muses, M-C-M-U-R-A-Y-M-U-S-E-S. Uh, McMurray Muses. That's, that, yeah, you know Huh? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go see the movie, Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. Free advertising for Marvel. We're not getting paid. Shh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go take a trip down the quantum realm. Ooh. Yeah. So I can see how they finish. Watch out for those water bears. Ugh. Those things are scary. Looking. They will eat you. <laughs> Peace out. Peace.